Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 320 Club podcast. Why is it called the 320 Club? Well, 420 was already taken, and happy hour is happening somewhere else. We're your hosts. I'm Whiskey. And I'm Rox. And what's your name again? Cognac? Hello. <laughs> Cognac's back. I haven't, uh, I, haven't, uh, I haven't heard from you guys in a while. I figured we'd do a recording now since... 2020 has uh is long right off you know it's a write-off but 2021 is shaping up to be a, a pretty exciting year <laughs> uh, i got my seven day free trial and i would like to cancel thank you kind of <laughs> wasn't a, 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 a 30 day free trial for america online and <laughs> <Ain't> well <laughs> exactly holy like, let's just get it out of the way right now. What the fuck are the Yanks doing? Jesus. Well, now nothing. Well, now nothing. Well, now they're just investigating and uh, trying to get uh, names to all the faces of the people who stormed the Capitol building. They are. They all took selfies. Check their Instagram. It is the... It's like... It's like the usual suspects, but like the bad batch, you know, they're just terrible, terrible human beings who just are not that bright. Before we go whole ham into this, can we address something for 2020? Is it Formula One? No. No. Not yet. That's a later. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, no. Can, can In your opinion... Whiskey and rocks. I would like both of your answers to this. Who's the biggest loser of 2020? Who's the biggest loser? Yeah. Like, do you mean between the two of us? <laughs> well, no, because obviously the answer is you. I mean, like, globally. <laughs> globally? Yeah. Because uh, I would say, okay, so here, here's how I'm going to frame – I'll answer the question first in terms of, like, how I see it. I see it as Quibbly, Quibbly, who you may or may not remember, being a streaming service that launched with an investment capital of $1.75 billion about six or seven months ago and then folded <laughs> about six months after they existed. So during the entire pandemic, when people had nothing to do but sit at home and watch TV, they couldn't exist. So they've got to be the biggest loser. Like in terms of like had a good idea, capitalize on an, on an emerging market, but completely dog fuck it. Mm. Okay, I'm ready. I would say go ahead. The the uh, the poor, the lower extreme of the poor, the ones with uncertain housing and uncertain job uh, futures, I would say they're the worst off because, you know, trying to isolate when you have, when you live in a shelter is kind of hard. And they're, they're lowering occupancies for shelters. That's uh, pretty rough. And then uh, it couples that with precarious uh, shift hours and working hours doesn't lend to stability and because you don't have stability you have other problems as, as a result so oh yeah and then you have what's her name um trump's the, not the ones that look like aliens the hot one what's her name the one he wants to bang ivanka uh, <laughs> you, you have her starting a 
a, a, a Twitter thing to address the 11.5% unemployment rate, a hashtag try something new. It's like, all right, fucking Mary Antoinette. Like, maybe these people actually don't have any other options available to them. Hashtag try something new. Although, it's it, what what's fun in karma is it's seeing a resurgence right now because, obviously, her daddy lost the election, like, like big time. Uh, so, it's time for, on January 16th, Ivanka Trump hashtag tries something new. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And, you know, all the Trump's accounts are now being suspended. Mm-hmm. So Twitter account and the, the POTUS account is suspended. And Facebook. Facebook suspended. Fo- Facebook shop. And like saying they're shutting down Parler because it's built off their code or something. It's not their thing, but it's built off their code. So they shut it down. Oh, yeah. And it was suspended from Apple Store uh, and, and, Google uh, yeah. and Google Play. The only thing is, uh, what was it? Google's uh, um, social media thing is, is still running it, but they're still debating some of the things. <clears throat> yeah. But, so biggest loser. I would say the poor. The poor and the marginalized. Africa. You think about all the emergency economies. India. Uh, I would say those are big losers. Uh, their economies are just starting to get going, and uh, here is a big slowdown for a lot of them. I, I, have a big- friends, I have a couple friends in Africa right now that say quite the opposite. Like Africa, just kind of, um, I don't want this to sound as callous as it's about to, but they just got they have bigger things to deal with than COVID nineteen, so it just kind of never really affected things there. Obviously, their access to international markets has been affected, but in terms of day-to-day life, um, it's probably, you know, if you're a villager in Madagascar, you probably have seen very little difference. Well, yeah, death is death is rampant um, for for trivial things, and I got it, and it's not like they do the testing, so they, it's a little hard for them to yeah. say measure. Um, but I mean, it all just it it, it all depends on the on on. Uh, how high you want to go? You're going to do a, a strategic level, or you're going to go to the tactical, or you know, the uh, the operational level type of uh, world that we're living in. So, are we looking at just like the organization of the, or are we looking at the individual uh, along the way? I was just looking at companies that fucked it. I was trying to bring up something flippant, and then you brought up the plight of the poor, and now of I'm- course you did. <laughs> So maybe I'll bring it back to a little bit of levity. I think it's Eric Trump. Because <laughs> not is he, only did is he, he the one that Daddy never told him he loved him. That's exactly it. And guess what? On the day that Trump got hit, banned from Twitter, it was it's the only platform upon which Eric Trump could hear the words "I'm proud of you" and "I'm." Or, or what is it? We're, we sympathize with you and we're proud of you. And it was on fucking Eric Trump's birthday on the 6th of January. <laughs> yeah, but Trump didn't remember that was his birthday anyway. No, he didn't. And he clearly wasn't saying anything to Eric. <clears throat> he was saying to these shitlords who stormed the Capitol. The only anyway, cares about but that's not 2020. That's not the only 20, one he cares not, about is what's his name is banging Ivanka because that's what he wants to do. That's right. Jared Kushner. That's right. That's the one. They all look like alien people, though. <laughs> they do. They do. It's it's pretty scary. I don't know who's the biggest loser. I think uh, I don't know. I think I think just people in general. They're just uh, they took a big hit 
The loss. A pretty big loser. Economic. What's that? The S and P 500 was a pretty big loser because uh, they were lobbied by uh, auto manufacturers to not let Tesla into the S and P 500 mm-hmm. in the third quarter, which would have cost them about 40 billion dollars because they had to buy 25 percent of the stock. Uh, and then they did get in in the fourth quarter. Uh, correction, second and third quarter. So they they lobbied to keep it out the second quarter. They did get in in the third quarter, and it cost them two hundred billion dollars. So had they just let it happen three months earlier, it would have only cost. It, they would have saved one hundred and sixty billion. So that's a pretty big loser move. Mm-hmm. I think loss in faith in institutions is a uh, is a big part, and uh, it's not good for business. It's not good for anyone, as Jerry Seinfeld would say. It's great for President Xi and uh, Vladimir Putin. <clears throat> they were loving the news the last couple of days. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, yeah. I, would say, I, I would say I'm a big loser because listen, there's no research. There's very few articles coming out. It's all about Donald Trump, the election, Republican Party, and COVID nineteen. It's like, I, listen, I, I, I put, I'm, I'm reading my Facebook feed, just trying to, um, just to try and glimmer something that isn't one of those three topics, uh, and my brain hurts. Okay, yeah, you're always pretty bad. Get your news from from Facebook, my friend. Well, it's, well, even, even uh, the Economist is like is full of COVID nineteen. Uh, the same political stories over and over again. It's um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, we're in a we're in an echo chamber right now. There's 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 a weird thing that's happened that <clears throat> there's such a a significant world event has happened that people have decided this is the only thing worth talking about. Meanwhile, so I actually just ran. So just before I was talking to you, gentlemen, you fine gentlemen, I was with my uh, standard Saturday night Zoom group doing a pub quiz because that's what we do every time we go into lockdown. And uh, one of my categories was actually uh, news stories from 2020. Um, and they're like fairly major things like in that in July, the Pentagon declassified UFO footage and stuff like that. But nobody knew what the fuck I was talking about, which is just kind of a statement to the fact that this has been such a year of, of, of massive upheaval and, and, and information overload that Things like, you know, the Pentagon admits there's UFOs yeah. would normally have just been the story of 2017 are now nothing. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, yeah, it's in the noise. Like, like the plot point about <clears throat> Hornets was never wrapped up. Like, what a shit season yeah. fucking Earth 2020 this was. Like, well, we just honestly. That go? Yeah. You, honestly, like, I think you hit the nail on the head because of the way the news cycle went and all the just chaos that was going on, everybody thrown for a loop, everybody just started ambulance chasing. And then the next ambulance would come along and they would chase it and they'd forget they're even chasing an ambulance before. And it's just like, this is what I'm focused on today. It's okay, like, so, but, but here's the thing. So like in the last, in 2020 alone, okay, just doing a brief <clears throat> rundown off the top of my head, we had, the U.S. killing an Iranian general and then the Iranians in retaliation shooting down a Ukrainian civilian airliner. That was yeah, week with, one. OK, with Canadians on it. Yeah. Meanwhile, Australia is just massively on fire. OK, then we yeah. go into like denials <laughs> and accusations about covid. And it's not really a big deal in February. February is when I think I was on this podcast saying like it's probably not that big a deal. 
Turns yeah, out we were all saying it, and then it turned yeah. out it was a big deal. Everybody was saying it wasn't that big a deal. Then we go into March, where we have like monkeys overrunning a city in Thailand because the tourists aren't there to feed them, and the police saying there's nothing we can do. Dolphins uh, were swimming in the Venetian canals. Canal. Well, that was a little bit later. But then yeah. we have in April we have the Nova Scotia shootings and a 12-hour man- manhunt and 22 people dead. Then we go into May where where New Zealand reports zero new COVID cases and everyone's like, oh my god, light at the end of the tunnel, forgetting that they're an island in the middle of the ocean. And then and China not reports, very populated one at and that. And China reports about the same thing and everyone immediately says we don't believe what you fucking say, China. Then yes. we go into June. Okay, well, okay. So May starts positive and super negative because George Floyd is killed. And we go into June with the beginning of the Black Lives Matter um, at protests when, on the sixth, I believe it was, that the U.S. legislation overturned <clears throat> its initial ruling that the demonstrations were illegal because of the pandemic. Yeah. And then we go into July when Mongolia has no joke bubonic plague locks down uh, a city in its country. Followed by August, where a gender reveal party lights the entire state of California on fucking fire. That's we go into September, where Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies. Uh, and in, in October, we've got uh, Sean Connery and Eddie Van Halen dying. We go into the we go into the very first day of November, and Belarus has its own little orange revolution, its own little Maidan, trying to overthrow the president. A bunch of people go to fucking prison. And we finish off the year. We cap off December. Israeli government failing, which will lead to its fourth election in two years. What the absolute fuck, 2020? Then we start this year off. Fucking insurrectionists overrunning the White House. No, you forgot. There's Calgary Zoo had to send back the pandas because we couldn't get Oh, yeah, the pandas had to go back, yeah. <laughs> and the murder hornets were a thing, and we all watched Tiger King, and then oh yeah, what's her tits was on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, hey, oh, the Michael know. Jordan documentary, which was like gave people some something to do, some little there was bit of spark that. Of hope. Yeah, Michael Jordan documentary. I mean, there was some good things come out. Here's my Formula One plug: Sir Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, but but what's his name? George. George Russell. Oh, George yeah. Russell. <laughs> That race was fucking exciting. We'll go into that later. Let's let's stay on topic because we're gonna lose. Okay. See if yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, right. what a race! What a bloody race! Just speaking with their their uh, cognac. Just ease up on your expletives towards women. You only have it towards women. You don't do it towards guys. There's there's a pattern in your language. <laughs> I ex- can you explain? Because I don't actually hear what you're talking about. Uh, What's her tits was the, uh, the term you use, and you only expl- do that towards women. You never do damaging stuff towards guys. So what's his nuts instead? Yeah, that'd be more. You got you got to be it make it derogatory. You should be. No, no, this is actually no, no. So, so uh, not facetiously at all. I've never noticed that about myself, and I'm very happy you pointed that out because that's something I have to work on as a human being. Because 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 for no, guys, what's his name? What what's his name? And I'm like. What's going on today? Because normally you're 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 very forthright, you're very diplomatic. Now you're just being aggressive with what gender. When did I use what's her tits? Like, like two minutes ago. Oh man, that's unfortunate. 
So there's that tag. I, I apologize retroactively for, for my actions and uh, not to you two, but to our listeners. I, you two understand that it was it was unintentional, but it does speak to a larger issue at hand. So I will do my best to redeem myself. I understand my feelings and I will seek to, to re- rectify them. Yeah, but, but it's also gender equality, and, and we we no, see no, a lot of different. Hundred percent agree with you. I am very much gender equality, so because <laughs> we were in reference, specific reference to uh, what's her name that was da- uh, um, dance, dancing with the star or Tiger King and dancing with the star. Oh no, but, okay, no, no. So that was that that in that case, if we're talking <laughs> to Carol fucking Baskin, that was uh, that was intentional because she's not a human being, as far as I'm concerned. That has nothing to do with her gender. Kind of <laughs> she is a probable murderer and all-around bad person. It's okay. For you fellow populists out there, I think everybody is equally worthless. <laughs> oh, so do I. It doesn't... It, yeah. <laughs> we can talk about what's-his-nuts the fucking con man that tried to con him out of it, or what's-his-nuts the sex cult owner that had elephants. They're, uh, they're all equally worthless people. Oh yeah, we also had the the sex cult come, go to trial. Oh yeah, that happened. That was a thing. Uh, oh yeah, and the <laughs> actress was involved in. Oh, what's her name? Smallville. Yeah. Yeah, and we also had uh, Harry Meg the the, the Megxit. Megxit, yeah, Megxit, yeah, and actual Brexit, actual Brexit finally happened. <laughs> Nobody knows what that means because they've been on lockdown since it happened. But you know, actual <clears throat> Brexit's a thing. So it's equal. Yeah, we need uh, we need Jen here to explain it for us. Oh no, she is uh, not enthused. I was talking to her yesterday. No, she's uh, she's not too happy. Well, she's been working on oh. it for last forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, what are you? It's, what an absolute roller coaster of a year. I remember being in Las crazy. Vegas in early March while California is declaring a state of emergency for the Rona. I'm just like, oh, I was on, I'm literally on the internet two weeks ago talking about this not being a big deal, but apparently it might be. And also, I'm in Las Goddamn Vegas. So then I come back to Canada and they didn't care. Meanwhile, a flight from Shanghai had arrived next to me as I was flying out. And, wow. Yeah, it was in the U.S. So, like, yeah, travel restrictions everywhere but the U.S. It's in mid-March. And then and then we all learned that the U.S. was, like, despite its low <coughs> population, had 25% of the cases. Oh. That was before contact tracing became a buzzword, or as my colleagues like to call it, contract chasing. <laughs> before both, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wish I was the guy that made that app. Like, oh, the we're just contact tracing. We're just going to let the government of Canada tee into the thing that's already in everyone's phones. Yeah. Here's, okay. So, getting off the absolute dumpster fire that was 2020, I got for for Christmas. I got a Google Home uh, from my dad, and I was like, mm, I'm not overly keen on the whole like little robot in my house spying on me thing. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered the fact that I own and carry around everywhere I go a cell phone. And I was like, okay, yeah. over it. <laughs> but on that thing, you can turn off like 
I turned off. You can turn off your your location services and all that kind of stuff. Well, but the thing is, if you turn no, off, it doesn't matter. It's, it's still it's still listening listening. It's still to listening you like your phone does. You can still yeah. shut off the microphone though for a bunch yeah, of you apps. Turn off can the you you're only turning off its reactions to your voice, and also you're just making it a shittier version of the Bose home speaker I already have. So you might as well mm. have going on. Yes. The fact is, VPN, man, VPN. If you're listening to this podcast and you think you're in some way not being listened to, you're wrong. I'm listening. (laughs) I got, I got, I got friends in the U.S. that are like all enraged with the, the, you know, the alleged chips in my, uh, alleged microchips inside vaccines, but they carry around a mobile phone everywhere they go. These people are your friends? Not really, but you know, the people you know. Yeah. (laughs) So, but it's kind of interesting. It's uh, it's people. I had, a, I had an interesting conversation while Capitol Hill was being stormed, uh, with uh, with a very uh, like uh, uh, he, uh, an American friend of mine from Tennessee. He's not Democratic leaning. He's not libertarian. He's not Republican. He's one of the few Americans I actually know that's like not put himself immediately in one camp like he actually you know uses his educated mind to listen to the arguments and, and vote accordingly but he was obviously quite troubled with what was happening on capitol hill and uh i i i sent to him like oh well you know republican senators have been denouncing trump now and and the actions of these people um you know unfortunately it took their physical security to be at risk before they would do so but and and that was his like yep that's an astute observation you know like the the bipartisanship only ended once republican senators lives and safety were at risk which is unfortunate and the fear reprisal has gone down too since he's only got so many days to do things yes and and a lot of his staffers are quitting and uh but the problem is i was reading one article is that now he uh, he's more insulated than he was before. So before he had advisors coming in giving him briefings, now it's just yeah. people that are, are loyal to him giving him advice and egging him on. So, yeah, but there's nothing he can do because he doesn't have his Twitter or his Facebook anymore. So and nobody's gonna listen to a fucking word he says. Yeah, well, that well, no, that's not 100 percent true. Uh, that's why uh, Nancy Pelosi is, is going through the articles of impeachment. Uh, Nancy Pelosi is going through the articles of impeachment because if he's impeached, he doesn't get his million dollar a year pension and his security detail for the rest of his life. No, the, and the no, and the other part is that he can't run for re-election. Also, that he can't run in 2024. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that too. Is the reason they're not like. I, I think Bernie Sanders was posting on his uh, his Twitter page or whatever. He said the reason why they're not necessarily looking for impeachment uh, a second time around is they don't want to set precedent on this. No, no, that's why they won't send him to prison. And this isn't from Bernie Sanders. This is from 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 Kanye. <clears throat> no. No president elect wants to set the precedent that the previous president goes to prison because that leads to, you know, what happened in the Roman Republic where that was a quite common thing to happen, where it was kind of retribution for you having been in charge and not doing what I wanted you to do previously. And it leads to desperation plays like we saw in my mind, President, former president, no, still President Trump is convinced he's going to jail 
when he's out of this because he knows oh, he, yeah. he can't possibly know he hasn't fucked up. So he yeah. he in his mind is convinced he's going to jail and is doing these desperation plays. He's crossing, like, you know. I I called the storming of Capitol Hill crossing the Rubicon for a reason. Like he's he's making these desperate plays. Crossing the Rubicon, I like that. Which we don't want to make a precedent of. So no sitting president. Like Nixon was immediately pardoned after Ford question mark got elected. Um, he was immediately pardoned because nobody, no president wants to set that precedent of sending their pre, uh, their predecessor to prison because that also opens them up to that as well. Like there's not, it's not, it's not just altruism. Yeah, the way uh, the way I've seen it explained online is we're seeing a tactical delay of the transition to buy time for a cover up and evidence suppression or or. Uh, basically just a desperate end game, which is to create enough chaos and anxiety about a peaceful transfer of power and fear of irreparable, irreparable damage to the system so that he can cut a Nixon-style deal in exchange for finally conceding. Yeah, well, he did finally concede, did he not? Or am I wrong? Well, I thought he did. I thought he was pressured into conceding following the whole... Two days ago. I think he was. I think he was. Oh, about two days ago. Yeah, but I think, yeah, uh, didn't he post yeah. something? He, 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 uh, no, he, he, he did concede. He sent out a YouTube video, um, and he essentially asked them to to stop the rioting because he now he was being blamed for an insurrection on Capitol Hill. Yeah. As he bloody well should have been. Yes, he should have. It's pretty fucking scary, man. The other thing I've been hearing about is, uh, like, who's funding these people? Hello? Uh, that's very abstract. That's very abstract, my friend. What do you mean by funding, and what do you mean by people? Well, the people who stormed Capitol Hill, apparently there is uh, mention of... Uh, major businesses and all that kind of stuff who are, uh, I'm going to fuck this up because I just heard it like two minutes ago and clearly don't have the full argument in my head. But there was mention of uh, uh, a bunch of funding went to some uh, third party uh, group and then that third party group basically provided the funding for the people who stormed Capitol Hill. Like provided funding for their hotel rooms and all that kind of crap. There's uh, there's some uh, I, I I don't know all the facts on it. I would say is that there's uh, there's a tendency to try and push uh, shift blame. So one one of them is is that let's say it, this is a Republican type of event. They're trying to say that because there's bad things that happen, it was actually associated with another group, and they so and so funded them to go. Mm. Um, and in some cases, sure. Some, some instances, not. For example, let's say we have a, a Black Lives Matter rally, and we're sending the KKK to, to to really cause problems. But we're not really sending the KKK. We're just people. We're sending people that dress like them, so so can shift the blame and say, "Hey, it was uh, look at what the Black Lives Matter is. It's all about the violence." There, there's a bit of a smear campaign to try and obfuscate the actual. Yeah. A result of it 
right. so it's it's just more it's just continued and more info wars basically. Yeah, and then, and then the news media has picked that up because hey, so and so was at this rally, whether it's true or not, mm. gets picked up by the news feeds, and then it, that gets shifted into the the um, the um, the news ecosystem. And then because we have biases certain towards certain kinds of news, that one will get picked up and people start to believe it. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. 2020 uh, 2021 is uh, is is going to be an interesting time too. We we now we're not just fighting the coronaviruses. We're sh- we're fighting different variants of the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. And well, and now we're fighting each other because I don't know I don't know another time where I've seen like like I haven't been alive on this planet very long, but man. Shit is fucking divided. People are so more, so much more divided than they ever were before. It's not good. Well, I, I, I think it's that's a bit of part of the news. I think if we start to realize that, uh, you know, now when you go to the store, you go to the store and you wear a mask. But we're wearing a mask because it protects other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, when this all happened, uh, we talked about wearing masks, and I told you I was wearing a mask to the store. And very few people were wearing masks. Okay? Yeah. Now, every, if you wear, if you don't wear a mask, you get kicked out of the store, or at least mm-hmm. standing in line, someone's going to hassle you. Mm-hmm. And, and we've come full circle where now we are advocating that everybody will wear a mask. Well, then, then you have people who talk about uh, protesting the wearing of masks. But how off-brand was it to try and sell masks to Americans as protecting other people? When is that on their brand? Sorry, say that again? I said it was quite off-brand to 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 uh, talk about wearing a mask to Americans as giving up their own personal liberty to protect other people. That's not on-brand for them. That's not what they do. Yeah. They tend to look out for number one. And now, as of oof, 38 minutes ago here in Quebec, we're on a uh, we have a curfew for God's sakes. I got an Amber Alert today at 7:30 telling me I can't leave my house between wow. 8 p.m. and 5 a.m. That's crazy. Yeah, that that actually doesn't make sense to me. That I'm not sure. I'm not understand. sure if like because uh, I mean the bars oh, and restaurants oh, 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 were closed for oh, oh, three oh, oh, weeks starting October 28th. So I'm not sure if like COVID's more propagated at night. Now I'm being facetious. I know what it's about. It's to let the police stop you if you're driving at night um, because what they're trying to control is people going to each other's houses, which is very hard to control otherwise because like there's no legal um, basis for uh, you know another car is parked in someone's driveway kind of thing. So the whole thing is like stop you moving between people's houses at night and stuff like that. Mm. They're they're trying to kill the booty call, my friends. They're trying to kill the booty call. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of that, but the thing is, it's it's okay to wear condoms, but it's not okay okay to wear masks. I mean... (laughs) I I use only COVID safe measures. (laughs) <laughs> Doggy style, face in the pillow, lights off so I don't have to know what you look like, and don't ever tell me your name. <laughs> or just wear a mask and don't wear a condom. 
<laughs> I think you can make a country song out of that. <laughs> no, but I, I, I'm not sure what the curfew's intended to to deal with. I'm not sure, like, because like it's not like anyone's going to the opera. Like everything's been yeah. closed for you yeah. know October 28th here in Quebec. They said we're closing everything down again for four weeks. Now it's January 9th, and we have a curfew. I don't know. Um, it it. It's hard to say speak for the provinces in Canada, but I do hear about crazy shit that happens within the states and certain uh, certain states in particular, like in California. Like it's it's almost like you're seeing people all of a sudden realize they have real authority when they can tell individual people what to do, and it's like they're just I don't know they're not they're not handling it well. <laughs> Wait, you mean you mean American dreams of vigilantism are are being exasperated hell it was it was it was over a year ago we were all talking i told the story about a woman who shot a man dead in a home depot parking lot because he had he was being chased by home depot workers and it turns out that he had stolen about 50 dollars worth of stuff and she was held up as a hero for stopping a criminal so you're telling me that this culture does not react well to being handed power at the individual level it's not just the culture. It's the the people within positions of authority. It's like once they have that power to be able to tell people exactly what to do, it's not like they're willing to just give it up. Yeah, but then you have the because then the, then the rules become arbitrary and just they you have start the weird, not making you have the weird sense. Corner cases, right? Like you have um, much as he's uh, justifiably unpopular in a lot of ways. You have Doug Ford firing like part of his team because the guy took a, a vacation outside of Canada, like left Canada. That's good. That was good. Yeah. And the, the problem is you, if you get a guy, yeah, he was down in Costa Rica or something, uh, Dominican, I think. But yeah, if you get a guy that, that is, that is generally unpopular, but can skate the right side of this stuff, um, mm-hmm. you might end up with another populist leader. Yeah. Look at New Zealand. What's her name? Uh, her president uh, or prime minister. And I'm not saying I'm not saying she's bad in any way, shape or form because I don't know enough about her. But she won in a landslide based off her uh, handling of the pandemic, which by all accounts was good. But if people are voting on a single thing. That's not mm-hmm. necessarily ideal. Yeah. That's not good. We don't want direct democracy. That's why we have elected representatives. Yes. But we got to hold those elected representatives accountable when they start making bad decisions. Yes. Uh, Which and, I think and that, that doesn't always speaking, happen. I think generally speaking in this country, we do pretty well. A lot of people have been fired uh, for breaching COVID recommendations. However, we all know of, of you know, a very televised corner case that has fired people for lesser breaches than he himself has made. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah. And I understand. I understand where you're going with this uh, rocks. The holier than thou attitude is potentially problematic. Yeah. Just understand that they're people and you're, a person as well and like if you're an elected official you know 
maybe cut people some slack. I, I, I'm a firm believer in trying to empower individual sovereignty as much as you can, while at the same time punishing those who seek to harm others in their own self-interest. Yeah. Uh, frankly, I feel, uh, as, a, as a resident of Quebec, I feel... Um, if I was to put into words how I feel about this curfew, I feel like a scolded child. I feel like I'm grounded because yes. uh, people keep getting sick. The problem I have with it is I've never had the Rona and nobody I associated with in my limited bubble have either. Um, I know that it's it's something that's incredibly difficult to control. It's an invisible enemy and all that stuff. But I feel, I, I mean, I'm in Quebec city, so I can't feel that to put out compared to citizens of Ibitsabi or, or Gaspésie who have only had like 50 cases period, you know, like they, they must feel the most put out because they haven't done anything wrong. They're just grounded like the rest of us, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I'll shift gears. Biggest winners of twenty twenty. Big winners of twenty twenty. Tesla. I made a hundred and fifteen percent as of now. They broke the. They broke the market. Um, who else won twenty twenty? I would say. Poof, I would say Games Workshop. Um, two hundred percent returns. Games Workshop making uh, <laughs> table tabletop uh, games. Uh, yeah, Warhammer is making a big, uh, big. Huge. Uh, their stock big. when I when I bought their stock, Games Workshop PLC. When I bought their stock in uh, in uh, January of last year, it was worth nine dollars US a share. It's well over a hundred now. Wow. Um, who else is a big winner? Um, weed, uh, medical, uh, medical and uh, recreational marijuana companies, uh, alcohol. Anybody company. who's selling booze, yeah. And alcohol companies are big. Uh, Rona, Canadian Tire, etc. So this is this is a this is a big one because people reinvested their money they would normally spend on an overseas vacation into their own backyards. So um, you know, a friend of mine tore down his fence in May. Because it was rotten, he just bought a new house. It was a rotting fence. Tore it down and then went to, to to Home Depot to get wood to build a new one. And they're like, "Doesn't exist, mate. Don't know what to tell you." Like, yeah. What about uh, private uh, private daycare workers? Anybody's working in yes. childcare when there wasn't any lockdowns? Well, the locked. I don't know about Ontario, but here daycare never went away as a thing that can be do. A thing that can yeah. be done. Um, anyone making online services, so uh, Netflix, uh, Amazon, Amazon, huge winner. Let's be honest. Like uh, mm-hmm. postal service, the postal services. I know they're federal departments, but they became significantly more useful. Oh, yeah. um, video games, except companies. during except during elections, according to certain people. Well, yes. Video <laughs> games, you talk to. with the exception of CD Projekt Red. And Ubisoft. Um, who else? Microsoft, was- Microsoft, Zoom. Yeah, all of that. Huge winners. 
Office, who made uh, Microsoft made Office as well. So yeah, anybody anybody who adapted to um, the teleconferencing tools yeah. that we now have been and, forced to use, and to the point to the point of uh, to the point of businesses that um, you know. The smart ones were able to do it in such a way. You and I, uh, rocks and whiskey, you were here as well. We were decrying rocks being a communist because of oh fuck off because of his feelings (laughs) about a stream uh, a a teleconferencing service starting to charge money. But I wasn't decrying them. It wasn't that bad. I was just like, okay, well, I guess I didn't know. Shame on me. No, no, I know. I'm just bringing up a a past event to to then bring up a more shameful example, not on your part. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, except when you call me a a Marxist again. There's a very big difference between between profiting and profiteering. So profiteering being the people that famously, you know, got arrested or went to jail – for selling bottles of Purell at $50 a bottle or buying up all the toilet paper in March, stuff like that. Um, and that's a fine line you got to toe, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think there was a lot of big winners. I think there was a lot of big winners this year. Uh, obviously, the stock market um, hasn't corrected for the fact that we're all back in lockdown, but uh SpaceX, so, SpaceX uh, took NASA astronauts up to the ISS. A civilian contracted company did the first flight to the ISS from the United States in what twenty two years, something like that, because they normally fly from Russia. Yep. So, how about uh, things that stayed the same? What like, did like Enbridge, like like Enbridge, Enbridge Ovintive, um, Shell is way down, but they'll be back. Uh, airlines, airlines are hovering around low, but they'll be back because they're mostly government guaranteed. Uh, well, no, Air Canada bought uh, Air Canada bought Air Transit. Yeah, they did. Their stock didn't change at all because I own it. I'm a shareholder in Air Canada. I think you probably are as well. I sold it to buy my furnace. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, they're up. Um, hang on, I'll give you my yearly. Where did Air Canada finish the year? Air Canada finished the year at. Stand by. And this is going obviously as of Friday. Air Canada finished the year at up twenty eight point eight percent. So at 22.84, but that's based on me buying in March. So, yeah, I, I bought two and I, I had a good return to, to pay for things. <laughs> yeah, and well, never waste, never waste a good crisis, right? We talked about yeah. it before. I'm up 112% with Tesla. So that's fantastic. Yeah. So it's been an interesting year. Um, it's, it's but there's some probably, stocks that didn't work out, like Bombardier, for example, that I bought because <laughs> they're cheap as shit, and they're also government insured. They'll get a bailout shortly. But you know, uh, and I knew when I bought them, like it's it's a slow burn stock. Like they're you know nobody's buying jet skis or airplanes right now. So <laughs> Bombardier sold their airplane division. I know. 
And it still hasn't helped their bottom line. <laughs> now all they make is bomb, uh, fucking jet skis and skidoos. Yeah, and trains. And trains. Which, like, oh. if you've bought one, you're good for 40 years. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what the business model well, is. But. Not, not really. It's because Bumbride's getting sued because their deliveries, they're, they, they're not delivering his trains as fast as they can. Shock. Shock. Bombardier's incompetent. Color me shocked. So. <laughs> yep. Well, I was just going to say, I was, uh, I noticed we're talking a lot about uh, stocks and and the, the economy, but what about just people in general? You know, like. People big who, winners? Yeah, people big winners. And what did we learn about people? Oh, people big winners, Sir Lewis Hamilton. Oh, big time. Yeah, that was a big one. Uh, Elon Musk. Yeah. Well, uh, it's, it's uh, that top 1%. Um, Jeff Bezos. Like, these are all the people that have made a bajillion T dollars in the last year. So, I was reading an article. If, if basically, if, 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 you, if, if, you had have, uh, if you had money to begin with, chances are you did really well. If yeah. you didn't have any money, uh, <clears throat> chances are you, didn't, you, you, you suffered even more. And if mm-hmm. you're somewhere in the middle class with some inkling of stability, then you're, you're probably faring for fairly well. I would actually, so, I would actually say, yeah, I, I would echo that whiskey. I would say if you were in the middle class and upper middle, upper middle class and had a little bit of cash flow at hand, um, you are probably the big winner of 2020. Because if you had any money available to invest, you almost certainly made a. 30 to 40% return. And you got to do it while also being able to be with your family more. I mean, to me, that's a loss, but yeah. Uh, (laughs) I would say the middle to upper middle class, which is a term I don't like using because economically speaking, that doesn't actually exist. Um, But How, how do you mean? There's no economic the economists can't decide whether or not a, a, a middle class actually exists. It's a convenient definition that was generally speaking created around the 40s, 50s to encourage a certain kind of lifestyle like, you know, nuclear family, suburban house, white picket fence, you know, two and a half kids and a dog kind of thing. But it, it, it doesn't it's not a real thing. It's like it, it was kind of created as the goal to which the poor should aspire to which is actually somewhat realistic which let the you yeah. know rich continue to live in their stratosphere because if you think of the gulf between the upper middle class and the upper class it's it's insurmountable right like it's it's massive it's um, yeah so it's kind of like those of us who are in the upper middle class are just kind of like the top of the poors <laughs> you know like so <laughs> the top of the poor. Well, because would previously you, there was only upper and lower class. Right. The nobility. So would you, would you say, based on those definitions, then that it's still just about haves and have-nots? Well, it's it always has been and always will be. And I mean, mm-hmm. like, if you if you think for a second that any of us can compare to Jeff Bezos, you're fooling yourself. No. Um. But I think it was for the for the so for the higher strata of the lower class i think that uh they're the big winners 
Because none of us had to worry about making rent payments. None of us had to worry about losing our jobs. None of us had to worry about not having cash flow. Everything kind of got cheaper around us. When restaurants were able to open again for the brief, vivacious moment they were around, they were quite happy to accommodate with reasonable prices. Yeah. I think it was a good time to be Jeff Bezos' wife. Well, obviously, it's always a good time to be Jeff Bezos' wife, except for bedtime. His ex-wife. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no, I think anyone with any money to invest, it was a great time to be them. Um, I think I think it's unfortunate what happened to anyone that didn't. Um, and I think that those at the top never really cared. Because they don't care about any of this stuff. Because they are so rich, they're insulated. <laughs> Well, I think, the, you know, it's, it's, it's always that saying is uh, once, once you have, you want more. It doesn't matter what happens. It's, it's, it's a it's uh, that's why they say greed is a disease, right? Yeah. Um, so I think it's probably a really good uh, point to, to stop for the night there. Um, we talked about uh, all the, the, the biggest winners, the biggest losers and those that stayed the same. We talked about uh some po- winners in politics, losers in politics, uh, winners in the financial world, the losers in the financial world, and in uh, society at large. But like we see with the, you know, the the, the celebration of the New Year's baby, um, it's it's a symbol of hope, right? Uh, and you know, as our birth rates decline, that that New Year's baby just tends to even not happen on January first anymore. It's sometimes the second or the third, which is kind of interesting. So having kids. Um, people <laughs> but anyways i hope uh, i wish all both of you guys uh, a prosperous uh, 2021 and um yeah it's gonna it's gonna be even more interesting times you you are far more optimistic than i am <laughs> like we're doing great and and anybody who's not doing so great is probably tuned out about i don't know 15 minutes ago <laughs> yeah yeah sorry to the poors but like sorry i suppose I if you can listen you, if, like if you, like, like <laughs> literally nothing in any of our power can make your life any better like i i, I don't just i don't know what to tell you like, Honestly, I think if you're listening to a podcast about us talking shit, I, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't think things are so terrible. I still don't either. want you to touch me. <laughs> Stay in Maxi where you belong. I'll be. In no, it'd be nice. Be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's 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 actually been it's it's, it's the, the all facetiousness aside, it's been a really tough year for a lot of people. Um, and we we focus a lot about our, our like the economics on things because that's kind of the way the three of us think. But like mental health wise, um, I I love being single. I love living alone, but I feel horrible for my friend that filed for divorce with his wife a week mm. before lockdown um you know the people that that have struggled with being alone um you know the the mental health statistics are coming out and the the suicide rates are not looking great human beings are social animals and the fact that we were generally speaking deprived of that um 
that was actually the last thing I was going to bring up before we were going to sign off there was uh, about like what we learned about people. And you, you hit the nail on the head. Human beings are social animals. And uh, never has that been more prevalent than in the tribalism that we've seen in the last in the well, last tribalism. year, in the last couple of years. But, anyway. but also just but also just the uh, I'm going to I'm going to end it on a hope note. Like uh, it was a rough year for everybody. But um, I just I came to you guys. I mean, we've been doing this for a while, but I came to you guys from uh, from a pub quiz that we hosted virtually for the first time this week since the initial lockdown, because that's just what we did to occupy our time. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Human beings are social animals, and uh, to quote the great Michael Crichton, "Life will find a way." <laughs> yeah, well, it has to. That's for sure. Okay. Well, whiskey. Rocks. Whiskey. <laughs> whiskey. I, I I feel like you you intend to sign out. Uh, what? Um, I'm speechless. That it's, it's kind of interesting. It's because you guys all you guys self moderated, so it's kind of it's, it's you guys are growing. It's interesting. Um, uh, I'll, it's I'll been two it years, but we're getting there. Uh, I would say if, uh, if if you if you if, on the sad things, if if you need someone to talk to, reach out. There's lots of mental health uh, initiatives out there, so um, uh, reach out. And mm-hmm. like anything else, if you see something wrong. Uh, if you see something, say something. Um, we're all in this together, see, see, and uh, stealing from uh, Red Green. Uh, uh, you know, that's all for this week. Keep your stick on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See it, say it, sort it. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I'm so I'm so motivated now. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, let's let's call her there. All right, whiskey. It's been uh, it's been fun. We'll uh, we'll try and do this again. Hopefully in the near future, it'll be good. Yeah, no worry, man. Give me a call. hearing is Goodnight My Love, written by Matt Gordon and Harry Revel in 1936 and performed by Benny Goodman and Ella Fitzgerald. The song was featured in the 1936 movie Stowaway, starring Shirley Temple and Alice Faye. I heard it since I started watching The Sopranos for the first time in my life a couple weeks ago, so now you get to hear it. I like the idea of juxtaposing old-timey, lovey-dovey folk music and swing music over absolute disaster implies a sense of gallows humor about the shit show we're all going through. A sense of humor is critically important, folks. You don't need a lesson from me. Just enjoy the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your weekly dose of whiskey and rocks. Whether it's Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts can help us out even more if you spread the word and share us on facebook and follow us on twitter we are at whiskey and rocks one the link is in the description thanks again for listening and stay tuned for more 320 club Good night.